0: Does everybody know what time it is? Truman, that's your Truman.
1: Yeah, yeah, I know,
0: I know. Just does everybody know what time it is? It's that's right. It's grunt work. It's we're here at grunt work. Well, we're dressed up so nice, and we're doing our best, and we're we're starting over. No, we're starting no, over. Don't in the same place here <laughs> on Grunt Work, the only TV show, the only podcast about the TV show Home Improvement. <sighs> that's, uh, don't you know four oh four human error.
1: Don't I'm... bring. Don't bring the talking heads in this I'm, shit, man. I I I'm
0: your host Landon. Oops, Daisy Solano, Joined always by my co-host Truman, the most forgiving man in the world caps. Yeah, we'll, Truman, we'll see. Truman, it's it's good to see you. I hope. Thank Yeah,
1: no, thank you, Landon. I acknowledge that uh that compliment that you gave to me. Um <laughs> So uh yeah, so anyway, uh this week we watched um so we can watch an episode of Home Improvement. So let's get. Uh, so let's go. Um, so there's a guy named Tim, and he he's got a tool. Right. I mean, I don't know. Like, what are we doing here, man? All right.
0: Well. Um, I oh, I don't know t- yet. They they, they they don't know about. Gotcha. I, okay. I well, yeah. I, I might have made an announcement on our Discord before this. Uh, I I don't know that I. I'm going to be between when we're recording and when we're releasing this. I'm not sure that I've made an announcement. Okay. Well, then, then maybe you should. Okay. Then, you know, Landon, I cede the floor to you.
1: Try not to do anything to damage or in other ways uh, irreparably harm the floor, thereby requiring a lot of time to be spent repairing the floor. You know, I'm just giving you that advice
0: before I give you the floor to speak. Luckily, luckily, luckily. This is grunt work, so we don't have a sterling reputation to begin with. This is true. This is true. The bar was low and we still failed to clear it. <laughs> oh, I laugh, but my face is beat red right now. Um, <clears throat> mine is too. So we, <laughs> everyone knows recently we've had some website issues right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This yeah. is true. We have, it's, there have been issues. Ha- okay. Uh, that that haven't been updating the RSS feeds. And um, apparently the RSS feeds were just kind of like still existing through, from echoes. It's like when you drive on gas fumes and you're like, how, how low below E can we go before the car actually runs out of gas? Usually what I do at that point is I stop at a gas station
1: Uh, And I make sure that nothing goes catastrophically wrong with my car. Again, this is just talking about my personal
0: experiences, that's all. Yeah, okay. Uh, You know, That's what I thought I was doing. I thought, uh, you know, I will go to the podcast hosting place that we have been using for years and years and years to just fill up the tank, i.e. download all of our episodes, and then cancel that account Mm -hmm. so that we can Mm -hmm. move forward with a new service. Yep. And? Tell them what happened. Well, we have a surprise for you. Oh, <sighs> what a surprise. <laughs> Listen, I, I was the very surprised myself. At, at, at the beginning of work. we said we would see this th- thing through to the end. Yeah. Yeah, we did.
1: And, and I guess, I guess that's like uh, getting fucking married, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently.
0: <laughs> it's, it's only been s- six years.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. I'm uh, yeah. So the the itching starts next year, I guess. Uh,
0: uh, okay, we, we 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 don't have we don't have our episodes. The the ep- mm-hmm. we we gotta. This is welcome to the pilot episode, which you saw in the the title, and we're we're here. So back at back at the square one, back at the we- first one. Yeah, we're back. We're doing. We're we have to start over. We we talked we talked about
1: it, and and it, what happened was explained to me, and I said perhaps there can just be a world where there's not a home improvement podcast, and that uh, you know, and Landon explained to me why why I guess that world can't exist. Um, <laughs> so you know, we both uh, we both agree, and we're both in agreement. We're both
0: equally committed <laughs> we're, we're, to this we, process of, of both... starting over from episode one i think that we agree and we're in agreement have a lot of asterisks next to each word and are both submitted to the official record in protest but technically yes we are uh, agreed in an (laughs) agreement so some of us some of us have an easier time smiling about it than other (laughs) ones um i i i listen i will fully admit that I have a, a weird reflex to laugh and not take things seriously in the face of uh, trauma and tragedy. So uh, hence hence my reaction here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, you know, I mean, and that's honestly,
1: though, that is a quality shared by Tim the Tool Man Taylor, who sometimes goofs things up and then jokes about it. Wait to <laughs> get you, through it. Wait, are you? Are you comparing
0: me to Tim? Tim the Toolman
1: Man Taylor. I, well, well, Landon. You know what? I have to have some new project oh, no. to keep <laughs> me occupied over the course of the next what is it? Two hundred and eighty-three episodes that we're going to watch. Most of them for the second time. So I uh, think that's going to be it. That's going to be
0: my working my working thesis now. Uh, it's. Only two hundred and three, so take eighty of those off the table. oh, oh great, oh no, good, just to, just unless you're clean... counting our bo- bonus episodes.
1: <laughs> oh God, oh, are we gonna have to oh shit, we have to watch all the movies that we have to
0: okay, no, that's great well, hey, you know what uh, Let's wait let's you hop know what? I'm to rethinking it this I don't, I don't know that I can do crazy on the outside again
1: I w- well that's I mean well honestly, honestly at this point i mean if if you lose a second TV to that movie, then maybe you will know the heartbreak that I feel. <laughs>
0: I don't want to, I don't, oh, okay. You know what, that's in the future. It's far in the future. We don't have to worry about that right now. Right now, we're just talking about the pilot episode. This is a new beginning. It's a brand new TV show. It's episode one, season one. We've never met these characters before. We're going Uh, in blind. (laughs) Yep, yep. No, you're right. You're right. It's a brand new day. Anything's possible. What happened on this week's episode of Home Improvement? (sighs) Okay. Uh,
1: this week on Home Improvement, we meet a man. Yeah, uh, that man's name is Tim Taylor, and he does he have any nicknames? He calls himself the Tool Man, and he he's got a TV show. No oh boy, and uh, yeah, and he hosts that show, and he tells people about how to use tools and such. However, um, we find that the Tool Man uh, takes work home with him. In that mm-hmm. he, uh, you know, he he does stuff around the house, but he also, like, he's not good at it on the show. He's also not good at it at home. And this is uh, upsets his wife, whose name is Jill, and she's great. She's really nice. Uh, she's wonderful, really. Uh, and um, she is trying to get a job and goes to a job interview and tells Tim not to touch the dishwasher. And Tim modifies the dishwasher to a comical extent... <laughs> A storyline that I'm sure we will only experience this one time. Uh, He receives advice from a man who stands behind a fence, his face partially blocked by that fence in a fashion that I'm sure will be maintained to the utmost uh, confidentiality uh, of his face. You know, I'm sure the show would never blow this gag repeatedly, Yes, that's home improvement. Uh, so you can find us on Patreon uh, at oh God, we have
0: to do all the Gruntwork Nights episodes again too. Did we lose those? No, no, those are those are hosted on Patreon, a different different service. So oh, cool. we're we're oh, cool. good there. Cool, great. All right, the short episodes
1: uh, that are relatively easy to edit; those those are we don't have to redo. Uh,
0: yeah, yeah. Uh, pulling pulling back the curtain a little bit. We we talked for half a second in a very terse <laughs> tone. <laughs> about whether or not we should go at this as if we've never watched the show before or should should we take all of our our knowledge of of where we're heading uh, you know and and reapproach this I, I think your synopsizing there was very similar to how you did it the first episode <laughs> Okay, well, maybe, right. maybe, maybe a little less contempt back then, but I, I mean, um,
1: I mean, I, yeah, I've, I've grown more contemptful just in general over the, over the six <laughs> years since we started this podcast in 2017. Um, yeah, no, I mean, okay. Uh, 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 I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go fresh. You know what? I'm gonna talk about, I, I think that, I think that we cannot forget <sighs> what we've seen before. I think that, and honestly, maybe that is the new angle that we are gonna bring to the show ultimately is that. There, because there are, there have been other home improvement podcasts, but there's never been a podcast where people watch home improvement twice. So I think that we shouldn't, <laughs> we this shouldn't is, pretend like we haven't is. seen the rest. Oh God. I mean, oh. you know, I, this, this is all, that's all, that's, that's all I'm saying. If we're going to do this I, and, and if we're going to be committed to this task, I think we should do it the right way.
0: <sighs> have you ever woken up in the middle of the night f- having like slept weird and it feels like someone's been punching your rib cage? Mm. I mean, I no.
1: Honestly, honestly, I can I can say I haven't. I sleep very well, but that, that sounds terrible.
0: That sounds real bad, Landon. It's kind of how I'm feeling. Like someone is inside my lungs trying to punch outward. Um. <clears throat> okay. Okay. Oh, okay.
1: Home so, improvement.
0: Shall we? Won't you? Yes. Uh, okay.
1: Let's. So I'm gonna say. Oh, this is. I'm sorry.
0: This is. Okay. Well, I guess we're gonna do it. Truman, do you want to guess the, the name of this fucking episode?
1: Oh right. Yeah. Um. I'm gonna say. Uh. The. I'm. I'm gonna say that it shares a name with the band that wrote the. Uh, one hit wonder song Magic. Uh, is this Pilot? <laughs> this is,
0: and it's not even the Pilot. It's just Pilot. Ding 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 ding. Hey. At this point. We're gonna go broke buying everyone chalupas. I, I look, I think that
1: uh <laughs> well look, we'll we'll go we'll go broke on, on therapy well before, before we get to the chalupa money. That's just a fact. I'm sorry to all of our patrons <laughs> unsubscribe now. Um I think I, I think that, that taking the off of pilot and just calling it pilot, that does give the word more power. So I think already a theme is present in the show. You know, you can say that. Um, do you have any? Do you have any fake titles for this? Any fake titles? Oh yeah, God, that was another thing. Um, I don't <laughs> know. I guess I'd say Home Improvement would be the first one. Uh,
0: <laughs> okay. I think you want to throw Tool Time in there.
1: Yeah, actually, yeah, Tool Time. Uh, and let's see. I I guess uh, don't I got Throw one. the Tool Man out with the dishwasher. What do you got? Yokes on Tim. The yolks on Tim—that's pretty good. Because he's uh, trying to get yolk
0: off that plate.
1: Maybe Tim forks up because that fork gets stuck in the door when it blows out of the dishwasher. I think it was a eh? butter knife, but Nah, I'm pretty sure it was a fork. Landon. Uh, th- th- this, this this time this time around, my reality is the only reality. This time around, we are we're doing it from the, Truman is firmly in the driver's seat. I am not. Everyone must agree with Truman now. Um, okay, oh, but Lord. what, what, this is, this is what I'll say though, because I'm coming at, I'm going to come at this. You can, if you want to pretend we haven't watched the rest of the show, uh, you know, you're a, you're a stronger man than I am coming at this with my knowledge of the rest of the show. I got to say, it's actually a pretty, pretty tight, pretty good episode. Like I'm uh, not, I am not happy. I am not happy even, that we are back here, but it's actually, to... I, given that I've seen really almost everything that this show can throw at me. This is actually pretty good.
0: Uh, y- even after six years, uh, <laughs> I can't. I can't even. Uh, this episode aired <laughs> September seventeenth, nineteen ninety one. Oh, right. Directed by John Pasquin, written by Carmen Finestra, David McFadden, and and Matt Williams, the show's creators. Um,
1: maybe another six years, I will learn the order in which. <laughs> We start giving our I, reflections on I, things.
0: 1991. We were in 1999. We're in 1991. Yeah. <laughs> what what was even happening in 1991, Truman?
1: I I, I mean I think I think that the uh, the Desert Storm had ended and we were just done dealing with Iraq for the rest of history. I think we were all riding high on on vanilla <laughs> ice. Uh, Do we
0: get to write our alternate history here? I mean if that's I, I mean, what we're doing if we have to go back in time can we change things I, I god I hope so yeah we can we can you know keep keep
1: bill clinton away from uh, from any white house interns who might sink his presidency we might uh, I mean look honestly maybe we can try and swing the 2000 election if we see this thing all the way through that if this if this is like an 112263 type situation where we have to live through the 90s again and again to try and Change oh them God. and make them better. I mean, I guess I'll I'll take up that mantle. That that would be that would be okay.
0: Is there a worse decade to, to have to relive over and over?
1: Uh, yeah. Y- yes, Landon. Absolutely. <laughs> the the nineteen thirties, the nineteen twenties, the well, okay. when you couldn't drink. Any decade before nineteen fifty, <laughs> and even then, and also I every bet. decade I... before nineteen ninety.
0: Yes. <laughs> It's it's not exactly what I meant by that. I I was kind of asking that in a genuine the thought occurred to me I'm like I think the '90s were kind of cool but am I gonna be privileged and elitist by saying that and it just came out weird when I asked I mean the night the '90s were cool for us I mean I was having yeah a great yeah time. okay
1: we were watching Likewise. this show at the yeah you know like we had we had fun so I think we're I mean obviously it's some degree of privilege. That we were having a good time and not dealing with any of the... But, like, we didn't have to think about the problems that we now know are there. And maybe right. through a podcast,
0: we could fix those problems
1: somehow. Maybe we can
0: ruin the 90s by bringing it to the forefront <laughs> two decades earlier. <laughs> I mean,
1: look, I, I would also... I, I will either... Yeah, we will either save the world or we'll ruin the old world. I'm happy, I'm happy with either option. We'll just delete it from existence. What did you feel about this episode?
0: Oh. <sighs> i thought this was a episode of television it was a sitcom yeah with some sitcom stars a stand-up actor and they spoke lines and did jokes and um yeah yeah I, let it I, out I'd, man it was let it, it was it was 23 minutes long <laughs> that's that's how i felt about it it was, I, I had, I had real hard time watching it. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mostly. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, sorry. I had to pull myself out there. Mostly yeah, because yeah, the yeah. things I love about the show outside of Jill, who I, I was surprised to see fully formed, uh, mm-hmm. right from the get go. There, there's no, like, there's no absurdist humor. Uh, we don't even get any transitions. Really? The grunt yeah, creep isn't true. here. Uh, we don't even really get Al, and not no. even like Tim making fun of Al. It's just like Al is literally just in the background and says, "Well, that's this is the proper tool we're supposed to use," and that's like yep. his only line in the episode.
1: Well, uh, no, t- Al's Al's butt and the the its its oh, existence and Al's crack. Like Al is is basically a, a setup for a joke. He is a prop, more or less, by virtue of having a butt. Yeah, well, okay. I think I bold of the show to just start with like one of the first jokes on Home Improvement, which would become the most popular TV series in America, is about the concept of spackling a man's ass crack shut, which is just like, like a kind of a disturbing concept.
0: You know, that's like a little bit of like torture right up front. I just I need I need to I need to be emotionally prepped for this. Are we are we in the deep dive?
1: <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know. I think what if it, what if this time around? What if we just like? What if it's all just vibes? No parameters.
0: Maybe right. parameters have been holding us back all along. I don't know. Like what well, else? Well, uh, now <laughs> you need to babysit me off that ledge. I I need those parameters oh, to understand oh, be... the world around me. <laughs>
1: You want to be you want to you want to go in baby steps. You don't want to just like be one minute be living your life and the next minute get a frenzied phone call from someone you care about telling you that you have to restart the podcast from from episode one that you've been doing for six years.
0: Um,
1: you, you don't want to have a jarring experience yeah. like that. That's not enjoyable I, I, for you.
0: I You know how that feels. And so I would hope that you would want to spare your, your friend from experiencing that. Yeah, you know what? You're you're right. You're right. That is the thing that human beings are really good
1: at is not passing their traumas on to other people. Um, yeah. Okay. I think we're <laughs> deep diving it, man. What do you think about all this right. first scene at tool time? Oh wait. Or no? Um, do you have a little thing?
0: You want to say a little thing? No, I don't. I I, I honestly I was I was too <laughs> too despondent to to. All right. Let me. I'll, I'll wing one off the. Yeah. Off yeah. The yeah, yeah. Freestyle it. Okay. Well, then let's. Um. This get our big let's get our drill out and mm-hmm. we'll yep. push we'll we'll mm, hello. hold the door still and push the mm. drill Ooh. through it and, and mm. install a knob and turn it and open <laughs> the door to the to the deep dive. I'm, I'm, it season two <laughs> is also going to have more
1: double entendres, and by season two I mean run through of the entire season
0: series two. Grunt work two. Yeah uh, uh was bit- that uh, uh, so i'm gonna ask for grades on my things now how is that for a deep dive intro uh, you know
1: i i'd say a plus because my thing now is grade inflation so uh you know the the yeah, everything is graded on a scale okay, of, of 100 to 92.
0: Perfect. perfect all right
1: that gave me the energy i need to get back into this um all right hey there's my there's my little nerd back at
0: work okay so i was shocked at the amount of butt crack jokes in this episode um Shocked that they like show Al's butt crack. <laughs> There's a lot. Look, this this episode is really
1: optimized for the female gaze. I have to say, we see a lot of man meat in this episode.
0: <laughs> You're not wrong about that, especially for a show that was, you know, chemically created to be a male initiation show. Uh, there is a, a – well, now, hold on, Terman. Are you <laughs> suggesting that the female gaze is, is – their eyes are wandering to hairy butt cracks? <laughs> maybe I don't
1: i I don't know I mean maybe women have have kinks that we don't know about or at least All right, certain okay. ones do. All right. look I'm just I'm just saying it's it's impressive that Pamela anderson is on this show she walks out for two seconds very covered up but tim takes his shirt off for for an extended period of this episode and also one of our first sights is al's ass crack so it's just the amount of male nudity we get is really like I, I feel like it took a real dip, and then like Westworld, Game of Thrones suddenly started putting you know ding dongs back in the picture. Uh,
0: yeah. I. You know what? What if? What if I have? Okay, if we're doing this again, let's just we're gonna do it. Audience corner. I'm gonna create one. I mean, I'm gonna create a corner on the fly. How about that? Okay. Yeah. Th- okay. So this is this is corner one. We're starting fresh. Do you
1: think that the podcast, the old podcast that we nearly finished, uh, do you think it collapsed under the weight of too
0: many corners? <laughs> I, I, well, I, considering I made that joke last week, yes, I do. Okay. Um, that, you, 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 you saw it coming. That was the memo on George
1: W. Bush's desk saying that uh, there was going to be a terrorist attack, and you just ignored <laughs> it.
0: <laughs> um, audience corner. Okay. So, uh, as we know, uh, the trivia for this show is that the home improvement audience doubles as the tool time audience. Yes. Um, but, I think, I don't know when it started, maybe we can track that as we watch this again, but um, at a certain point, they create a sort of like first class cabin for the Tool Time audience and separate it from the actual Home Improvement audience. Yeah. They don't More do that like here. Yeah. <laughs> like the first episode of Tool Time that we see is the full Home Improvement audience, and it's like a gigantic audience. <laughs> For this small little cable access tool show, <laughs> yeah, this this it,
1: it it suggests that Tim is way more popular than it is in any way feasible for him to be. Like, if if his tool show had this kind of audience, every other episode would be
0: about him like going on world tours or something like this. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm sending you a screenshot right now. I'm pretty sure in the front row. Uh, there's George Went in a fake mustache sitting next <gasps> to Emily, <laughs> Emily Watson. Okay. Uh. Well. Th- now. Now we're going to go to Truman waits for the picture to
1: load corner while I. Okay. For wait. So. And the, the other thing is, there, Do oh, uh, you see, see who I'm talking Wendt. about? Yeah, it looks so much like George Went. He's he's totally norm in it. <laughs>
0: uh. There's um oddly i think this might be the first and only appearance of the green and blue tool time hats because we do eventually so we get two two audience shots here on tool time yeah we have the one shot there which i just sent you green and blue mm-hmm. tool time hats and yeah. then it, it cuts over to a second side of the audience i'm assuming because you can kind of see someone in a red hat on the the left of the frame there yeah yeah um, i see him
1: yeah two of them actually think, one in the front row yeah
0: and, oh, you could you could see the dude. And I'm going to send you the second screen cap. Um, you could see one dude overlaps who looks like, a, I don't know, an animator. Like, <laughs> they probably were trying to fill the audience and got the people who did the, the theme song to come in and, and <laughs> sit in the audience. But this kind of nerd and, and blonde-haired nerd with glasses. Oh, I yeah, nerd. yeah. Why did
1: I have to say he was nerd? I, I no. Okay, I'm just, I'm seeing a blonde-haired guy with glasses, and I I think you you said nerd because listen, these this shot is the most jarringly. Oh, it is the early '90s, basically the late '80s, right now thing. <laughs> all of the hairstyles. There is a there is a mullet. There are some wicked yeah. worms and there's this guy wearing glasses that are as was the style at the time. Uh, just gigantic gigantic glasses that that go all the way down to like like his cheekbones
0: basically. Just yeah, walk outside your door and look at people wearing glasses today cuz they've come back in fashion. <laughs> oh god, here's it. Ah ah ah. Oh god, yeah. No, I'm I'm yeah.
1: <laughs> now, I'm looking at the second picture landed has sent, which is all the red hats. And there's a lot of great glasses and facial hair going on in this one. Um, yes. I Okay, so uh,
0: actually the, the guy <laughs> The guy on the far left there in the red hat one, this, yeah. is, this means nothing to our listeners who can't see these people. But no, 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 he's no, got no, but these... we'll describe it in the mind right. theater of their of their brain palace. Go on. He's got kind of a long hair and a beard, like mm-hmm. a thick beard, and yeah. uh, the kind of gradient sunglasses that people would wear inside when they did coke. It, and I'm wondering if he's actually Jerry. Oh, the wait. Yes, yes.
1: Our old friend Jerry, the the produce the coked out producer of the show, who yeah, I, I guess at some point uh, dances. Right, we're gonna see that like twenty six oh weeks from God. now when we
0: do the finale of this. Yeah, and stereotypical. Or is that the <laughs> is that the one? I don't know. One of them. Yeah, he does. Is it this season or next season? I think it's I think it's this season. Oh God, yeah, oh, that's two. It's t- the t- K and B t- episode.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. They come back. They play the song Ratchet Rhapsody. Everyone dances. I remember you know uh, like six years ago uh, when we did that episode the first time and uh, you you had a gif of it uh, of them all oh, dancing yeah. and we posted it on on Twitter and I found out that like it would match up with basically any song that you paired <laughs> it up with and I, I also <laughs> yeah, I didn't, didn't know that it, yeah no it was oh man it was great it was fun and yeah I think I, then I and then I stopped doing that because I wanted to read about the Mueller report. And, and how they just appointed <laughs> oh, no. Robert Mueller Dear to uh, investigate uh, President Donald Trump's
0: uh, campaign oh, business dealings with Russia. Truman, do we have to, do you think we're going to, like, time is going to fold in and on, on itself and we're not only going to re-experience the 90s for every episode that we re-watch here, but also the time in which we did the original episode, so we're going to have to like go through the pandemic again? Oh, fuck.
1: Oh no, man! I'm gonna have to get excited about Beto O'Rourke and then hate Beto O'Rourke all over again. I don't have the, I don't have the energy for that. I don't have the emotional bandwidth for that right now. I already have complicated enough feelings about my friendship with you in light of everything that's going on. I okay, um, okay here uh, uh, that okay cleansing thought, cleansing thought. Let's okay, just, right. just submitted for discussion. Why, we're still talking about the two pictures of the audience that only, Landon and I can see, by the way, keep listening, folks. Why do they make tool time hats for the audience to wear, knowing that there will be an audience of about 100 people on camera? And why did they make, like, nine hats? Because what we have,
0: <laughs> well, very I think few it would people be weird wearing these hats. I think it would be too pod person-ish if literally every person in the audience was wearing a hat. This just creates questions for me, though, because the like, then it's then I'm just wondering, like, wait, so then
1: did they just give the hats out randomly? Did they shoot them out of a cannon? Why are the people wearing hats all sitting together? Are they all
0: friends? Since this is the first time, first and only time that we see the red hats versus the blue hats, uh, or the green hats, (laughs) I'm wondering if if there was some sort of turf war beforehand. Why aren't they more integrated?
1: (laughs) Oh God, no! There was a
0: pogrom or something against the blue and green hats. I mean, well, I, there's yeah. only there's only like one or two blue hats. They're mostly green hats, but the green hats are sitting distinctly differently from the red hats who have no other colors in their their midst. Yeah, those colors don't run. It's really uh, it's really something. <laughs> I I mean, wow
1: these these uh, two. These two grainy screen grabs from a cutaway audience shot in the first three minutes of the pilot of the TV show Home Improvement have really painted a dark picture of human nature. Um, so <laughs> I guess okay, that's so, one thing we're carrying over to Grunt Work too. Oh, I mean, well, Landon, we've we're already we're already kind of deep into this thing with a certain vibe. I don't think I don't think we're suddenly going <laughs> to vibe shift into us being a happy, positive, upbeat comedy <laughs> podcast at this point. Okay, oh, so okay, so All right. they're working on a door. They're they're trying to put a new doorknob on a door. <laughs> Tim Tim pulls out a drill that is way more powerful than it needs to be.
0: They're working on a door.
1: They're working on a door. Oh, I'm sorry, <laughs> homeowner son Do you like what 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 are you, what are they doing to the door? Have you done oh, this to your door? I, I just, I,
0: the I don't know the simplicity of of, of what you. I don't
1: think there's anything. <laughs> they're clearly working on a door. That's what they're doing. They, they shrink down to four inches later. <laughs> okay, that's true. Tim, they're working on a door right now. Tim sorry, Tim, sorry. like, Tim Tim attaches himself to a wall with, like, like sprayable <laughs> cement insulation at one point.
0: Tim goes to astronaut <laughs> camp, and they're working Tim's... on a door. Tim's face gets stretched at, at, at astronaut camp. Yeah. Oh my god. Sorry. I just had a moment of delirium there. Yeah. Well, the <clears>
1: first <throat> of many, I'm sure. Um. So they're working on a door. What do you What do you think? Have you
0: done shit like this on on the doors in your house? Is this how you do I, it? I I have not worked on doors yet, but <laughs> that's funny I... to me. <laughs> um, I. I, maybe doors were different in the the '90s, but the doors uh, had perms and mullets too. Yeah, they, they come they come preloaded with knobs. So, like, <laughs> I don't know what he's what the project is here. Yeah, I did, guess he's did like, they, what was what was the was this is this like part three of how to make a door? Did they go to the lumber yard and like <laughs> choose their lumber and and glue the the planks together and then heat treat it and I, like what? What's going on here? I don't know why they need to drill the door.
1: I I don't. I mean, and I don't know. Also, why they need? Well, I guess the joke is that they don't need such a big drill for the door. But I also don't even know the initial purpose of the smaller regular drill. Like, yeah, I think is my guess is that they're trying to widen the knob hole, heyo, of the door <laughs> so they can put a bigger knob in there, heyo. But I don't think that really
0: reads. I I yeah. Eh. It's just it's just what's an excuse to get Tim to come out with a big phallic drill and grunt at the audience. Oh my god, there's it, so much grunting in this episode. A wild amount. It makes sense. I can only imagine.
1: I don't really remember us watching this the first time, but I feel like watching this was really vindicating our premise like, oh, he'll never stop doing this. He does it a whole lot of times in the yeah. first scene. He's literally teaching people to grunt in this episode. It, it is really wild to see the concept uh, just be introduced, like, I, you've never met me before, this is my thing, like, this is where it started, patient zero. Um,
0: speaking of which, we we skipped over kind of a important point, I think, which mm-hmm. is, it doesn't just start on Tool Time, it starts at home of Tim watching a classic episode of Tool Time, and it transitions us into the TV, into the episode, so yeah. let, let's not overlook the kind of... <laughs> You know, moment one narcissism of Tim the Toolman Taylor. It was it was
1: such a radical concept in 1991 that a, that a man would have a TV show. They need to make clear, no, this guy you're seeing on, you're not watching a tool show in primetime on ABC. No, 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 no. You're watching a show about a guy with a tool show. So let's show the guy watching himself on the t- like <laughs> the the conceit has to be set up today? very clearly. No, they they would not. They I think the office uh I think it was already that already would, would not have been a thing you had to do in the early 2000s and I think the office where the entire show is a mockumentary premise like they don't yeah. they don't show someone sitting and watching the office and then transition into the first episode of the office and that's the Wait, what right, if the yeah. What if the entirety of this TV series home improvement is just Tim at home? Like, say, like, hey, kids, you want to come watch this this uh, episode of Tool Time? But then, like, what if, even when we cut back, what if that's still what he's watching on TV and everything <laughs> is just him watching this on TV? That's why Brad and Randy don't want to if... watch it with him.
0: All right, trigger warning, trigger warning. Okay. What if at the end of the series, <laughs> when we get there yeah. in six years... Yeah, when uh... we're dead, yeah. <laughs> what if it's... That Tim has been watching another TV series this whole time. We, like, pull out of a TV and, and like, there's an old Tim Allen in bed watching watching, watching the sitcom Home Improvement.
1: Where <laughs> he's just he's just staring at a snow globe and Jill is making dinner and then, like, Marty comes over and it's like, he's been looking into that thing for years. I just wonder what goes on inside that
0: mind of his. <laughs> oh, my God. I don't think we've made the same, same thing elsewhere reference since season one. Oh my god yeah we really are going back
1: around aren't we man i guess i have to st- i have to start only making references to the like the season of cheers that i was watching at that time so i mm-hmm. i you know can't wait for two seasons
0: well, from now when fraser finally shows up in that case uh before we get out of this tool time scene um there's a a nice blue border around the calendar in the background with oh. lisa
1: You are, you are like, you're already like on thin ice and you're just like pulling out your tap shoes and playing putting on the Ritz and it's really, it's really wild. But go on, please.
0: Uh, It's just, no, it's, that's all I had to say. I I can't really make it out too, too too much. Uh, She looks like she's in a pink leotard. Uh, Not that that matters, but uh, it's, it's, here's what more matters is that it's one of those weird calendars where it doesn't fold in half perfectly uh, uh, that more bothers me more than anything else Yeah, that's good okay
1: that's the most bothersome thing in your life right now it is um, yes
0: before okay before we get out
1: of this tool time scene i just want to point out one thing when the camera okay. first well we pan across al but then when he first when tim first starts interacting with al you know my assistant al here has the drill ready uh al puts his uh index and and middle finger to his forehead and salutes the audience I think Al pioneered the Tool Time Salute, or for that matter, uh, the toolman Salute, and for that matter, Richard Carn. I think that was just a thing he did on set, and I think that became the toolman Salute.
0: Well, if you remember in a recent episode... Mm,
1: yeah, that, that, we'll, that we'll revisit, um, you know, whence the oceans have risen.
0: Um, Glaciers melted, Tim, us still Tim podcasting. Acknowledged, <clears throat> Tim acknowledged that very thing. Oh,
1: that that Alan invented. Oh, okay. Oh, wait. Yes. Remember when I think <clears throat> I think the Mario Fairchild episode.
0: Yeah, no. I think I think
1: Jill said he invented the Tool Time salute, though, but or the Tool Man salute. But well, still, that's did. That's really good. Okay, you're right. I'm remembering that now, and that's really good detail-oriented work on the part of the crew. I'm sure that we will observe many more great details
0: on this. Our second watch. Um, we 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 go back. Uh, we we come back out of the TV into the living room watching Tim watching himself. Um Seanzilla's in the background. Oh yeah, Seanzilla's back. I mean that's everyone likes a Seanzilla. Yeah, you know, I mean honestly, I did miss Seanzilla.
1: That's kinda cool. I guess we get to meet Seanzilla again and kind of follow him around. We probably didn't notice him as much the first time. Yeah. I mean I know eventually we did. Um yeah, okay, so yeah, we're back at home and
0: what, yeah, happens uh, in this, what happens in the scene, Sherman?
1: I'm trying <laughs> to the scene for me. Okay. 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 I'm thinking. I'm thinking. Uh, my note taking is not as great this time around. But they're back. Uh, they're back at home, and Tim is Tim is saying some really misogynistic stuff on TV about how your wife is going to complain at you, and he's uh, doing and the blah, 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 voice. Yeah. Yeah. You use too big of a drill. It's just this extended tirade about this that that 300 or 500 people have shown up to watch with rapt attention. Uh, and Jill comes in and is watching this and starts razzing him about, you know, oh, what, what, is that what I sound like? I mean, and no, 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 that's what all wives sound like. And then she, you know, she takes this really well with a smile and laughter. And, um, yeah. And then, uh, anyway, she is, uh, she, going after Tim for his, uh, poor dishwashing. She needs to go to a job interview. Tim wants to go to Sears instead. Uh, she insists that he stay and watch the boys for her job interview, and then when she's about to leave, Tim says, oh, I can fix up that dishwasher so we don't have to wash dishes before we put them in the dishwasher, and she forbids him to
0: touch the dishwasher, and then she leaves. I was struck with how long these epi- uh, scenes are. Yeah. Yeah, they are pretty long, aren't they? Uh, I-, I feel like sometime in season six, maybe? Uh. hmm they they hit on a faster editing or faster writing, like maybe it's shorthand. I don't know, but it just feels like they can get to the point faster. And I, I on some level I appreciate that because it gets us places faster. But on another level, I kind of missed this, like just living living with the characters yeah the I mean I think probably the biggest source
1: of of that change is that somewhere around season six that that extra budget really hit and suddenly they could <laughs> do a lot more locations but yeah I mean I think that that for this it was like okay we we built a set for a house let's the whole thing has to be there and we can dress up a, an empty stage at the studio for this one tool time thing um but yeah it feels it it feels almost theatrical in a way it's just it's just yeah. kind of takes place over the course of one afternoon at home with a few characters in a single location and again this is a show where astronauts n- now repeatedly show up and <laughs> and and a cartoon version of the uh of the show's name prances around and interacts with characters sometimes like to to have it just be them only at the house, no celebrity guests, and zero transitions—just simple cuts from scene to scene. It—I <laughs> don't know. It just—it's not even. I don't even mind it. Like I don't even think it's—it's it's bad. I almost—it's like a vision of a more sane show. Yeah. I mean, I, just I, got
0: I really de- despondent. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> just the, the air just kind of got sucked out of me for a second there. Um, I, the- yeah, I I don't know. I mean, look, we get to we get to meet the grunt creep for the first <clears> time again.
1: That also, I mean, I gotta say. Okay, all right. Yeah, you know, there's that. There's that. We eventually get that. We get to see our first Hattie all over again. We talk about Hattie okay, all the time, all right. dude. But you've been missing
0: Hattie. I've been avoiding saying the the two words. Yeah, season three. You know but this time like the problem
1: the first time around with season 3 was that we didn't know that we were going into season 3 so we weren't prepared you know it's like again it's like getting some shocking information that you're not prepared for about how much more podcasting you have to do but this time it you know i don't know i mean we'll, we we we'll, we we have the antibodies of having gone through <laughs> Season three, the first time, it's, like, right. it's kind of like a vaccine. Uh, you know, well, like it, it may not. It'll be milder this this time, and we won't get long season three
0: unless, of All course, right. we have to repeat the the show one more time. Um well, let's let's test that theory because uh, I'm noticing as they're going through the rigmarole in the the kitchen here uh, that uh, in the background, it almost looks like a rock uh, on their calendar. Now, um, okay,
1: is that a rock? <laughs> Or is that a rock lobster? Because historically, people get <laughs> get mixed up about that. There's a there is a very long song about that exact scenario.
0: <laughs> whoop whoop.
1: Yeah, um, exactly. That I think that's a
0: narwhal. I learned it from <laughs> listening to that song. I don't. I don't know when they changed this part of the set dressing, uh, but the there's a poster over the the fireplace that l- looks like the original star trek the motion picture poster which is cool oh man deep that's seated sense (laughs) memory i just i'm 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 looking anywhere but at the scene here
1: um but no but i feel like you i feel like i remember you talking about why is there a star trek the motion picture poster in their house like i have a i've just like a deep buried memory from a long
0: time ago of you saying that so i think even even on Gruntwork Prime, you uh, you were looking away from the screen. Okay, Here, here's something about set dressing. I'll say about this scene that I thought was kind of interesting. Um, this is a podcast, podcast that... for set dressers now. Apparently, <laughs> if you are a prop master, no, no, no. if you are a set this... dresser, listen to <laughs> Gruntwork. This... I mean, has that ever really changed? But this no. this has to do with the general vibe of the show. Uh, on the fireplace, what's I don't know what you call those like little gates that are outside the fireplace to kind of protect. You know. Yeah, yeah, I I think I think you call them like the fireplace gates. That's always what I call them. Okay. Well, that thing draped yeah. over top of it which not very safe is a no. t-shirt um that says Isaiah on it. Ooh. And so I do like that from the jump they are really trying to work hard to establish this place in Detroit. Is Isaiah a, a that is that a Detroit thing?
1: Isaiah Thomas who uh-huh. did a cameo on this show. Oh, okay. Oh, like I was supposed to know that off of Isaiah. Oh, oh yeah, Truman, famously great at remembering things about sports. I'm just going to – I just locked that away don't in my you, brain. Okay, hang on. Don't hang you hang remember on, he, had, he had to answer a letter from Mark about corn on the cob? Now, I'm just trying to remember. I'm going to guess what sport Isaiah Thomas plays, and it's probably <laughs> going to be wrong, and we're all going to have a good laugh at it. Mm-hmm. Basketball.
0: Yes. Correct. Is basketball – the... What's the Detroit that.
1: basketball team called? Uh, oh, the Detroit <laughs> Lions? <laughs> That's the football team. Okay. All right. All right. Fair. Fair. Um... <laughs> all right. So okay, so all right.
0: Isaiah Tom- Okay, so that's okay, that's who Isaiah is. I didn't even you'll, know. I, I you'll, you'll recognize him again when he when he talks about corn on the cob and a stinger. This is
1: the th- this is the thing is that you are looking even closer at the set design and background details. And this time around, I guess I'm looking even closer at the characters. I'm just zeroed in like I'm I'm sitting closer to the screen now just so I can be like eye to eye with Patricia Richardson and uh you know, well then I I keep my distance from the boys like that. They're because they're so young; they are like little <laughs> tiny,
0: tiny babies. Mark, it's so insane. I I am <clears throat> I have to admit uh, we're not to this point in the episode yet, but you know, fuck it, I don't give a shit. Uh, nice, Mark, that's the attitude. I do love that they were trying to poise Mark as the the child star here. Uh, uh, yeah. I've been a champion of Mark since day one. Uh, <laughs> we're at day one, number two. And I'm back to championing him again. And you will be on day one, number three, I'm sure. It, no, he. This is it. This is. If this it doesn't work this time. We ain't. We're. We're not. I. I can't be fifty in doing this show. Well, I don't. I don't know, man. We'll just. We'll just see. Like maybe
1: I'll need to slow down again uh, at some point in the process, and we'll only like do one episode a month. So we might get there anyway. <laughs> uh, I was
0: in my early thirties when we started this. I,
1: I, you know yeah and I was I was in my I was in my mid 30s before you told me that we had to start the show over again and now I am 7000 years old my my hair is gray and um I am I am a withered hunk of a man and not a good well, kind of hunk like a bad one like um, a husk
0: Yeah I'm more of a husk not a hunk definitely not a hunk I'm a husk <laughs> Well um, speaking of uh gray and feathery hair oh uh, hey Tim see go- you're back tim goes tim goes outside to talk to wilson um at a certain point uh yeah well let me rephrase it he goes outside to talk to the boys and wilson's out there yeah let's so this is my way of segueing us to the the wilson scene where wilson just gives tim advice uh, not even advice wilson just talk he just starts talking yeah yeah he
1: Wilson is the secret villain of this episode (laughs) like he he Wilson is is basically in 1991 what like reddit is today for wayward men he just like tim goes out there talks about a problem he's having with his wife and wilson just tells him it's natural for men to be this way and the big problem is that men are not more brutal and primitive so indulge all your worst in you know instincts dude that is true to your heritage go do it (laughs)
0: Are you suggesting that Wilson's an incel?
1: I mean, it's. I mean, he is a very old single man. You know, the first season it was. Uh, the, and by the first season, I mean the first time we did all this. It was. Uh, it was. Randy's a serial killer. Maybe the second time it's Wilson's an incel. <laughs> he's come a long way from being being God. He's he's dropped. I, <laughs> I mean you know, not we, just you know maybe maybe god is the original incel i don't even know if that makes sense but i said it and maybe it'll generate controversy uh guys the t- the the takes in our second go through are going to be so hot that you need to wear goggles when you listen to us talk about them that's that's how hot they're going to be because <laughs> ear the, the heat the, air, well yeah ear goggles also i guess the the hotness doesn't mean you can't look at but you know the sun is very hot you can't look at that also i'm going to be explaining more of my bits this time around so fantastic so, Wilson also, like, this is, the fence uh, is, I don't know, it's interesting to see the first iteration of the fence. It looks downright flimsy. Yeah. It looks like it was built
0: that day. <laughs> it, maybe it was. I, I kind of felt that way a little bit about the house, but I, I'll tell you this. I, I have mentioned before that I used to be a big proponent of Three's Company. Mm-hmm. And used, that used show, well, I... I I tried Until to watch that episode again recently and decided, ah, that's a, that was a place and time thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I have no ill will against it, but just doesn't do anything for me. Yeah, it right now, now, now you are like three is a crowd. Thank you very much. That's the sequel, Ugh. where Jack owns the the bar. Uh, yeah, yeah. Anyway, okay. I you got me. The
1: first of many petard <laughs>
0: hoistings. <laughs> Actually. Uh, three's company um you can see the eras in that show by how quickly the decor was changing uh mm-hmm. in the 70s and um like there's the the first season i feel like is the most 70s thing you'll ever see it burns the retina to look at <laughs> and then it like goes into this like the color era which is you know a lot of a lot of olive green a lot of like burnt sienna throw pillows and yeah and uh nice patterns on the wallpaper um anyway you you can really tell the difference uh when you like you watch you go through the show and then like if you went back to the first episode uh i don't know why anyone would ever do that uh yeah. with a tv show but um I, you know maybe if maybe you actually start to find new things but go on go on you can feel how dated that first episode feels i don't I can sense the difference here that, you know, they they did uh, the end of last season. Oh, my God. end of season seven. Mm -hmm. It wasn't last season. Last season was season eight that we're not going to... Okay. Uh, We'll get there. We'll get there there eventually. At the end of season seven, taking Jill for granted, uh, Mm -hmm. when they're redoing the kitchen. um, Yeah. This feels... I mean, so it has a distinct look then, but it, it doesn't feel too separate from what this is. So, like... I don't know. I guess I'm spending a long fucking time to get around to saying it doesn't look that different. <laughs> God. Wow. The, the episodes will be longer this time around, too. That's no. that's another advantage. Can we'll go we into even cap them at 45 minutes. Can we cap them uh, well, at 20? Can we cap them after the synopsis?
1: I don't know. It's just it's just what do we lose out on in in, in our I just think that the discussion really helps. That's all I'm saying. Um. OK, so. So he's talking. He talks to Wilson out back, and Wilson basically encourages him. Hey, go back in there and uh, and and fix that that dishwasher. W- Wilson just encourages him to do the thing that Jill has explicitly told him not to, which is makes me think almost that Wilson is it, like, if not an incel, he's definitely some kind of psycho who just like has nothing else to do and enjoys provoking fights between his neighbors like just just <laughs> or it's like poking a bug
0: with a stick you know maybe maybe he oh well granted he was also working on a door in his backyard <laughs> so much door work this that's episode. That, now, now, that, that's that's the new that's the new podcast is door work <laughs> door work uh but it's almost like he has something else going on, and he's like, "I need to distract him for a couple hours, so he won't be out here snooping around." Uh, maybe, maybe it's all that pot he has grown by his fence. <laughs> this is,
1: yeah, exactly. He's about to harvest, and he doesn't want want Tim to uh, either Tim to notice or just Tim to bug him while he's trying to do yeah. it. So this, yeah, having Tim soup up the dishwasher is the equivalent of giving
0: your child the iPad and just letting him go nuts. <laughs> uh, but Tim Tim does ask if Wilson still has the. Blastmaster air compressor, um which he doesn't, so he has to go to Sears to buy one.
1: Yeah. And he takes the kids with him. And boy, put yourself in a kid's shoes. Can you imagine oh man, going to Sears always sucked, but going to Sears and like watching <laughs> your dad obsess over every different kind of power tool, that must be just kid purgatory. I, I don't I know, okay. Salute these
0: boys. Tim is on a time crunch here, so he's not gonna spend too much time, sure, thing, I guess. For the kids. B, Sears always, it was small, but they always had at least one little table display of Legos. And that's what I would do when my dad would go look at, you know, spark plugs or fuse box fuses. That would be, I, I think, but, you know, by the time I was a kid, you could
1: only find, I mean, by the time I was old enough to be cognizant of, by the time I was old enough to be dragged along on boring ass errands, it was like the only Places that would have a table display of Legos to play with were like uh, like boutique toy stores in malls. It was never just out and about at like a department store. It sucked.
0: <laughs> uh, well, yeah, and I was also spoiled, so like every trip this year's would be rewarded with let's go get a new GI Joe. Oh man, oh man, are are you going
1: to? Now as we go through again are you going to relive your experience of, of cataloging and packing all of your GI Joes which were stars in the background of many of our uh, early uh,
0: videos <laughs> I forgot about that um, uh, maybe now I have room I have a home in which I could display them it's, and not keep them stored so maybe oh maybe I'll bust those out and like yeah do some tableaus or something. Yeah, support our troops, man. Bring bring the boys home. Bust
1: them out of their their POW camp and let them <laughs> let them free again. Uh, so Tim takes the boys to Sears. He gets a big time compressor and explains to them using some of the same language that Wilson used, but garbling it in what is soon to be a famous fashion. Uh, that that you know, working together on on projects, working with your hands—that's male stuff. It's it's a primitive male urge to fix things and work with your hands. It's like how guys used to sit naked around the fire because that's something that honestly, Wilson just talks about primitive men sitting around the we're fire still, and Tim goes, we
0: wouldn't, Wilson,
1: but no, 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 we're back inside. But like, I'm just, I'm just realizing this whole concept of, of guys being naked around the fire. Like Wilson doesn't say anything about primitive men being naked. Tim says, but what, do the guys have to be naked? And Wilson says, no, no, no. And so like, that's optional. That's optional. So the whole episode, though, there's this whole running gag of nudity. Tim is just thinking about naked guys is why it comes up. This is not some outside idea introduced to him by Wilson. Tim just has it in his head that, like, primitive men equals nudity and then repeats (laughs) this notion, even though Wilson has told him not to, like, naked primitive men sitting around. This is what then prompts Brad and Randy to take off running because they don't want to help out with any sort of
0: dad-related nudity. And then Mark you're, is there. Very true. <laughs> yes. Then, then Mark is there. I mean, I I I don't know. Uh, yeah. Okay. So yeah. Okay. Cool. <laughs> yeah. So okay. I mean, but you're <laughs> you're a huge Mark fan, though. I mean, isn't it
1: cool to see him? Like every, because I think. Listen, we we saw in in the previous last season that uh, that we were looking at. Uh, there were those two, you know, Marty's daughters who who came in, and they're yeah. you know we had some issues with their acting. It's it, with Mark. As a really young actor, you can tell that they have to, like, cut to him and feed him his lines because he's so young. But he really delivers them, and he's really got, like, he's really cute. Like, I gotta say that. Maybe I didn't appreciate that the first time, but, like, he really does have a star quality. Yeah,
0: yeah, it's genuine. Yeah, whereas the girls, again, no criticism against child actors, but they feel of a different breed of, like, I am going to make my children get into acting yes yeah whereas this just feels like a, a a wide net talent search of like let's just see you know let's just see a bunch of children and find the most authentic one who can deliver the lines he has and he really
1: this is the face that sells a million boxes of pop tarts or whatever like he has really he has really big commercially energy and you just feel that this is this is yeah. a little kid who's really good at being in commercials and is fast becoming good at being in TV shows um
0: are we synopsizing what they're doing here? Well, I mean, they they, yeah, can, they're they're installing the new compressor. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they go to the fuse box and, you know, we, we oh. have this whole um, fuse box gag, which I actually, I found this part kind of funny. <laughs> is, it, is this firsthand experience? Did you label the fuses with it pencil? Might, it might be a little... No, I didn't. But I could see... I've seen other. The previous owner of this place had written things around. You know, like in the garage, there's some stuff written in pencil that Mm. isn't doesn't really matter. But I could see it fading, and I'm like, oh yeah, if you wrote that on the fuse box, that would be bad. (laughs) (laughs) I
1: we should also point out that when. When the when they are doing this, they are both both Tim and Mark are shirtless because when Mark has heard the thing about being naked and primitive, he is into it, so he takes his shirt off, and then Tim, out of solidarity, takes his off as well.
0: Um, to, to a raucous reaction from the audience,
1: yeah, some hoots, some hoots, and some
0: hollers, some just general <laughs> general horniness. I saw I, I saw you, a tweet you think that he was walking in in a monkey costume. Uh,
1: yeah, you know, you would think that it's amazing that Tim wearing more clothes gets a bigger reaction than Tim wearing less clothes.
0: I mean, I mean I'm I don't know I mean, that. the stinger of this episode might be contrary evidence to that. but
1: oh God, there is so much nudity in this. God, this show used to be so naked. I saw a I saw a tweet last night where someone was summing up the, you know, this notion that movies aren't as horny now as they used to be and was saying, like, when we say that, it's not that we mean that there's not enough nudity or sex scenes. It means that there aren't scenes like this scene in Working Girl, where Harrison Ford is changing his shirt in the office, and all of the ser- secretaries from the office are standing outside his office window, clapping and hooting at him. And it's like this has that same kind of level of horniness. Like, hey, here's this kind of kind of handsome guy taking his clothes off. Like, hey, you kind of like it, right? Like, it's yeah. it, no, no, it's a fun, it's a fun late '80s kind of horny. Which uh, yeah, well, this is all. Pre-internet porn. If the yeah, <laughs> I think we we've burned out on it. It was it was pre it was pre-internet porn, but at this point, a lot of people had VCRs and could tape record stuff. So I guess there were a lot of a lot of women riding that rewind and pause button, um, and maybe and, and you know what, and some guys, maybe a lot of guys. I don't know. Um, but uh... <laughs> why don't you do a quick quick search
0: on that for us? No,
1: you know I'm good. I'm good because now now we are very much in an era of internet porn, and I. You know, I I honestly I can I can safely say I have never looked for any home improvement related porn and I don't want to see how much there is cuz I
0: know there's a lot. Well, let's you know what? Let's take what, uh season let's take grunt work 2 into a whole new direction here.
1: In, in, into a much hornier direction. I mean, you know, we have we have last last time around we had corners. This time around we got porners. Uh so So Tim thinks that he shut off all the power to the uh, kitchen where he's going to rewire the dishwasher. And then uh, he goes down there with some wire cutters to start doing some wiring and he shoots off some sparks and badly burns himself. But he tries to play it off to Mark as though uh, this was all part of the plan.
0: I actually like that a lot. Uh, I thought that gag. I don't know. It was a a good like brought in. um, God, I forgot that there was a home improvement (laughs) porn.
1: Wait, how would you forget? How would you forget that? How would you forget it? How would, how would you not just remember inherently that? I,
0: I don't know. Oh my god, this is vile. Yeah. Some of the, the stuff that's on. Why? Why is the internet the way it is? I this mean, this is why, awful.
1: Why are you? Why are you surprised? by this like what, this what, what, is, is... what is shocking to you this is a show that a centers around the male id b f- debuted pamela anderson and later replaced her with debbie dunning and and then c is all about drilling and hammering and screwing like th- there's the amount of opportunities to sexify this for pornographic purposes are just endless yeah
0: did I would understand that which is why I'm shocked at what I'm actually seeing. Okay, yeah, t- well, yeah, t- talk to me. Are they are they fucking I don't, on I, pool don't time? I don't know. Are they fucking I around? The house? I feel I feel a little hot or not hot under the collar. I feel a little shamed and gross to be honest. You You there, could feel hot under the collar too, Landon. This, this could be a No, really well, horny I, season not for all of this. If if, if I'm going to explain some of this stuff, I'm saying I want that very much on the record that it's okay. not hot under the collar. Listen, La- yes, Landon is looking at porn right now, but it's for purely analytical
1: purposes. So tell me, what are uh it, this is for film well, criticism. What what are what are we looking
0: at? What are they getting up to? There there's an image of Randy doing a doing some very graphic stuff to Jill. No. Uh, porn. Yeah.
1: Porn, uh, don't do that. There's,
0: there's another one of Randy and Brad doing some very nasty stuff to Jill. Oh, uh, porn, they would never this do is that. 90% stuff being done to Jill.
1: Oh, God, I mean, well, it's one thing, like, listen, if the stuff is being done to Jill by, like, Tim or Al or Wilson, at least it's, like, you know, it's all adults and it's not incest. Like, that's all I ask
0: from from porn, really. This is, yeah... Uh... I this depressed me. I'm not gonna lie. This this depressed me almost as much as having to start over. I'm closing Ah. this. I wish I had not done that. That (laughs) was a learning. That was a teachable lesson for all of us. (laughs) Sometimes you know what you're gonna find, so just live with the knowledge that you you know it already. (laughs) <laughs> Man,
1: looking at porn and feeling depressed afterwards and wondering why you did it, that really takes me back to twenty seventeen. So in the next scene, the new um compressor for the dishwasher has oh. been installed. And uh images as it's in my head now. Oh. Okay. well, hey, I mean, look, you can you can purify them with with six years of much cleaner images because this okay. I mean, we are watching. We are currently watching or discussing the horniest episode ever of Home Improvement, and is that true? No, maybe we aren't. It's the male. It's the okay. It's the most female gaze horny episode of Home Improvement, and that. But there I are hornier. I know episodes. If that's true.
0: Uh, I mean, there's the Tom the Tom
1: O'Pet stuff. Oh, man. Remember when Tom Wopat was hot and not a funny <laughs> a sheriff <laughs> who who sometimes runs? Um, uh, so I think that I, yeah, I guess that's kind of I mean, OK, that one is a contender. I still think this is the female gaze horniest just
0: because there is Tim gets nakeder throughout the episode. Okay. All right. Fine. Yeah. I have. I got to be honest. I I stopped listening to what part of the episode we're in. I think my brain has gone into a defensive <laughs> mechanism. Yeah, and you tried. And you tried to you know jostle it loose with porn, and that sure didn't work. Uh, <laughs> no, it did not.
1: So, uh, they. What th- the point in the episode we are at is they've installed the compressor, and then the okay. phone rings. Mark picks up the phone. It is the place where jill interviewed calling uh, right yes. away to tell her fuck you we
0: are not hiring you yeah right the the quickest uh yeah in <laughs> which okay so we could just be treading ground now and my god you know what <laughs> prepare for that for the next yeah. six years yeah because uh, i i have echoes of this in my mind of mentioning this six years ago um what the fuck did jill do in that interview <laughs> to make them call no one even calls to say you didn't get the job so to have them go not only are we going to call to say she didn't get the job we're going to do it before she even gets home from the interview
1: (laughs) yeah it's like she she just walked into the interview slapped them in the face like your mother is a whore anyway i'm jill taylor here's my resume (laughs) uh yeah I like, I have been, I am unemployed and I have been applying for a lot of jobs lately. And if I get a rejection like four days after sending in the application, I'm kind of like, well, I mean, it's fine if you don't want to hire me, but you didn't have to like not hire me so hard that within the same week, you're like, fu-. like that feels like being rejected <laughs> with extreme prejudice to get it a few <laughs> days after to get it before you're even home is... <laughs> And honestly, that Jill then gets home later and is like, I nailed it. There is no way I don't have this job. The fact that she thought it went so right and it clearly went so wrong. That oh is a God. much funnier episode right there, is is watching Jill completely tank this interview and not know it. Um Yeah, I wish I,
0: I wish it lead more into that
1: she like I don't know she was going in for an inter like the place that she was interviewing at is like uh, I don't know uh, some kind of health food store and she walks in like eating a piece of bacon and smoking a cigar <laughs> she does smoke like, a cigar at some point yeah she does she does or it's like or it's a gambling uh, addiction center uh for treatment and she goes in there and the first thing she talks about is how good she is at poker uh <laughs> like in that episode where
0: she's smoking the cigar oh my god so many do you fun think she's adventures. A, do, you, do you think she already has uh, a volunteer position at the library, or do you think that's what she's applying for? No, she's not. A, yeah, no, this is not what she's applying for. I think that this is
1: th- this is her origin story uh, for why she becomes such a committed fundraiser for the library. Landon, we get to we get to live out the library fundraisers all over again. I mean, this, is, I think, this I think we need to throw
0: our own parties every time she has one.
1: Honestly, not. A, not I give, you know, write speeches, uh, almost suck children into vacuums every time. Like that's I, I think I think that should become. Yeah, I don't know. It just it, they can kind of become like holidays for us. We take off work on library fundraiser days. We have like a little mm. festival. We make like a. Like in you know like like in in Chinese uh, New year parades and stuff how they have the the dragon that multiple people walk around with we have like a vacuum that multiple people walk around with and then like a big inflatable Randy or Mark almost getting sucked <laughs> into it that's the front of it. I don't know yeah. I think we'd have to we'd have to get a lot more fans to make to both have enough people who would want to watch that parade, let well, alone be able to operate that very complex float. I'm sorry to say we're probably starting at zero again. <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah, anyone who anyone who hung on uh long enough to start listening to this episode has stopped by now. So, um anyway, new new listeners don't feel the need to start at episode 1. Well, I mean, you can't even if you wanted to, I guess. This is episode 1. So start new here. New listeners, welcome. <laughs> hey, start start right now. Um yeah. Um <laughs> so where
0: are we in the episode? <laughs>
1: Yeah, I'm. I am now trying to figure that out too. Uh, <laughs> Let's just this pick advice. a jumping in point.
0: Yeah, he goes out back, and uh, oh God, we uh, did Wilson. We did Wilson already. We don't need to yeah, do no, that. No, no. He
1: he. There's three Wilson scenes, bro. There's three. There's oh. three of them. So so okay. Just, so
0: just... He, have they installed the blastmaster?
1: They've installed the blastmaster. Tim goes outside to okay. put the box for it out by the garbage cans. Is talking to okay. Wilson about how great that was, and then uh, Jill comes home and Tim hurries to uh, take off his tool belt and hide oh, that he that's was right. working on the dishwasher.
0: and So, so she, he, yeah. he hides the tool belt in the garbage, which is weird. And mm-hmm. there was a bag of charcoal um, on the outside grill that just said Royal Oak on it. No. that Why, why
1: though? Like, I get that's the town <laughs> they're in, but why well, would it I say don't... the name of the town you're in on your charcoal? Is this, like, government-issued... <laughs> <laughs> like charcoal that the, the, the FEMA threw off the back of a truck. <laughs>
0: Maybe. Maybe. This is, this uh, is
1: airmailed to <laughs> Royal Oak,
0: Michigan for the, lots for of... the
1: charcoal crisis.
0: <laughs> lots of local places uh, put the city in there. Like, I can't tell you how many Madison fill in the blank uh, businesses there are around here.
1: Yeah. I guess, yeah, I guess there aren't a lot of like Los Angeles laundromat. Places or things like that. You don't really use it, yeah. Like this. Uh, there,
0: there are two things living in Madison. One, um, there are so many companies with the name Capital. Yeah. In uh, it. Okay. Yeah. True. I, I just got a water softener, and it's a Capital water softener. It's a local company. <laughs> None of that lowercase shit. <laughs> and two, uh, the the state motto is forward. Um, so wow. there Easy are remember eight- motto hundred thousand uh businesses and organizations with forward in their titles man i mean do you think that's no i guess there's
1: no never mind that was gonna be a joke about gears on a car and then i realized there's not a forward gear um (laughs) well look (laughs) the drive you mean yeah yeah
0: so i don't know go go just the go the forward gear and the, the backward gear
1: yeah, the forward gear and the backward gear. It's, your it's like you're, you're, work, you're working on a door, you know? It's it's that kind of thing. <laughs> so she comes back, uh, mm-hmm. and and Tim is trying to play it cool like he didn't just mess with the dishwasher. She talks about how she totally nailed this. She looked the hiring manager right in the eye and said, is that grease on your hand? And then Tim goes, oh, no, that's an electrical burn, and she very quickly figures out what went on. We're never uh, going to know what she said in this interview. That's... That is the delicious mystery of this episode, and and this is also part of the really good writing of this episode. It's she comes home, and you're you know you're like oh shit, Tim, you've got to hide your your tools. Okay, how long is Tim going to be able to pull this off? And then she starts telling her story, and then you actually are getting invested in because we know that she's been not gotten the job, and she is so enthusiastic and so over the moon about how well this went and then so you kind of forget that tim fucked with the dishwasher and then when she sees the thing on his hand it's like oh shit this other problem i forgot about and then they go back inside she's mad about the dishwasher they try to start it up and it explodes and so you're so wrapped up in oh man tim fucked up i just saw a dishwasher explode this is wild and then mark comes back in and just basically tells jill oh you didn't get the job uh and so it's like, by that point, you've forgotten about Jill and the job. So the, this part of the episode, it keeps your attention shifting, and it's it's honestly really clever and, and
0: and solid writing, and I enjoyed watching it, and performances too. Uh yeah, the yeah, um, you remember Jark Jark Jark? Yeah, 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 Jark Jark. Jerk, Jerk, Binks. Just... <laughs> Am I having a stroke? Oh, my God. I, I,
1: I mean, one of us or both of us simultaneously. Okay. We remember
0: Mark, the joke assassin. Yes. Oh, but do you... I, I see how that came together. Yes. <laughs> do you remember Mark the
1: narc? Oh, oh, who would always tell on everyone, yeah, oh, God, now I do. Here I also we are like them I also like the, the concept of, of the Mirror Universe where it's uh, Jark the Mork Assassin. That's a lot <laughs> funnier.
0: Oh, my God. Poor Robin or Robin Williams. Or Jark, Jark the Moka Assassin. That's it. Uh, I also forgot how many fucking ducks were in these early, scenes, early seasons. Wait, <laughs> this ducks? is really duck heavy. Wait, I, I don't remember any ducks. Well, there's ducks all over Wilson's place. And mm-hmm. there's a duck on the the side table behind the couch. Uh, there's just there's there's ducks. It just mm. I, I mean, those are the only ducks I saw, but it reminded me of how <laughs> many ducks there are and how we haven't seen as many ducks as this show went on. <laughs> is this is this duck work? Have we got a duck count going now? That could be that could be an interesting <laughs> new take on it. Hey, all right. I,
1: I mean, I don't know I guess there's I guess there isn't that much duck representation in sitcoms, so I guess I have to give
0: props to the show for that. Um, um okay okay here here's a note I got a note yeah. yeah here's the thing what's your note um the special effects yeah it's, yeah, it's pretty when cool the, when they when they blow up the, that
1: that dishwasher yeah
0: they it seemed like they knew they had to uh really make a mark and be memorable and i got to i got to be honest like if i was watching a bunch of pilots i would remember the one where the dishwasher exploded and there was I, a cartoon cutout in the the wall, uh, yeah, exactly, exactly. They found they found something splashy that really
1: sticks out in a person's mind, and that's yeah, that's clever writing.
0: Yeah, but also it felt more dangerous than some of the stunts we or uh, special effects we've seen in the later seasons. Like it, yeah. it feels like they've they've leaned a little more into the computer era. This was just <sighs> like oh, th- there. Mark was literally three feet away from a massive spark that went <laughs> off.
1: It's yeah so as as always practical effects just look better and uh, computer effects uh, ruin everything. Um I also like that as the scene plays out because it explodes, Jill learns that she didn't get the job and then she's mad at Tim for having not told her sooner and she's mad at Tim like she's Jill is just at a low point and the dishwasher sparks a couple times at inopportune moments during their conversation. Mm-hmm. You know, and I really, I really like just I like how the broken dishwasher almost becomes a character in the scene, or at least it's just this tangible, active reminder of Tim has fucked everything up and ruined their house. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: I don't know. Um, no, I agree with you because uh, you, could, I could almost feel like the person's sitting off screen with like the button to go, okay, needed to spark now, and yeah. I, I wondered how much of that was rehearsed. To or, you know, um were they trying to, you know, give Tim a, a surprise in the in the moment to make it more authentic?
1: Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I mean I mean, yeah, I guess I'd want to get it. I, like if I were if I were uh Carmen Finiestra or David McFadden or whichever whichever one directed this, I know I haven't said his name yet. I would I John would Pasquen want John Pasquin directed it. Joe oh, John Pasquin, the one who we met. Hey, we should talk to him again. Um I think that uh, I don't know. I would want to have. I would want to have them be surprised by it. I'd want to have that kind of life and vitality injected into it. <laughs> so, okay. So what do we got next? What do we got next? I mean, then. So Jill, Jill is just mad at Tim. Tim has fucked everything up and and, and ruined everything, and she is. Talking about how it's just she this job was important to her not for the money, but because she wanted to Yeah you know, like Tim's whole thing trying to console her is saying, Hey, I make enough money for both of us. You don't have to work and she's saying, No, Tim, I, I don't wanna be stuck around the house just cleaning all the time. Do, and Do you think
0: do you think
1: if we emailed John Pasquin, he would even remember having done the
0: show before?
1: No. I don't think so. <laughs> I really don't think I think we could get the same interview with him. Uh, that that's and that is nothing against John Pasquin. I would not remember talking to a couple podcasters on a Zoom call 6 years ago either. Man. Oh my god. Sorry. I just turned into the, I had my joker moment finally. Oh, You're you're dancing on the stairs right now, man. Congratulations. Oh,
0: god. All right. Uh, go ahead. Okay, what happened? Okay. What I'm so, ass-
1: they're they're fighting and Tim has tried to hand wave the whole thing away by saying, you don't need to, a job. I make enough money for both of us. And Jill is saying, I want to have a life outside this house. You just don't yeah. get it. Uh, you get to prance around on your tool show with your tool girls and, and, you know, and then come home and break everything and I have to clean it up. And Tim does not respond very well to this. And Jill gets even angrier and goes upstairs. Um,
0: Yeah. So just a classic. All right. Classic Tim. Not, not getting I, it. Listen. Okay. Listen. Hey. We hey. spent six years doing this and yeah. um, I know we were kind of feeling our way through it, through the the rise of the Me Too and mm. um, the wokeocracy. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> is, is that, <laughs> uh,
1: yeah. yeah, No. Yeah. The, yeah. Wokeness. The thing that, that we as leftists uh, routinely say oh. uh, just yeah. organically on our own. Yep. It's still a term yep. very
0: much in use. I I feel like I've come to a place where I can articulate this and we can maybe have a clear framework uh moving forward, which is cool. Bear with me for a second. Uh on our Instagram, since we are a comedy podcast, I put that in massive air quotes. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. <laughs> we sometimes get uh in the explore feed um stand-up comedy going by. Mm-hmm. And there was a video, you know, they're all subtitled and, and captioned, so I didn't actually click on it, but I could still see what this dude was saying. And I, I don't know who the comedian was. I don't know what his whole bit was. I'm not trying to steal it from him. I'm just using this to demonstrate something, which was his 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 joke was essentially, uh, you know, I think kind of making fun of, of leftists. I don't mm-hmm. know. He was a young guy, but I'm not making any assumptions. Mm-hmm. Anyway, his, his whole yeah. thing was like, "So you want us to all be equal? Really, really? Uh, and do you you know do you realize the more equal we are, the more we're just going to be the same?" And he's mm-hmm. like, "I'm going to prove to you that we're all we're not equal." And he points out to someone in the audience, he goes, "When's the last time you hired a male nanny or a male uh, babysitter?" Mm. and he's like you didn't did you no one has no one in the history of time has hired a male babysitter and uh, a i'm not advocating for what he's saying here i'm just reiterating yeah it yeah exactly illustrate yeah. my we're, point we're not joe roganing it this time around yeah and it, it ends up his whole shtick ends up with like you know uh going through a role play of the male babysitter and the parents coming home he's like well, i don't know how your kid fell off the balcony i just stepped outside for a cigarette and you know, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And you know, who know? I wasn't watching the video with sound, so I don't know if anyone left, but, uh, <laughs> I doubt this comedian would have posted it <laughs> if he was just dying up there. <laughs> well, I don't know that it was he, but I don't even know who posted it. Cause I didn't click that far into it. But, um, the point is though that that, and I, I kind of feel like that is a little bit what the mission statement of home improvement in these early years was, is, trying to delineate the difference between men and women but mm-hmm. with the kind of unspoken context that men are going to be men and men won't change. Yeah. And that's the bullshit that I think we've been trying to get to the bottom of for the last 6 years is mm-hmm. that next. Not funny when it could, you know, it could, there's still comedy to mind while trying to change the narrative and like changing, you know, yeah. having men put in the effort to to, to change, like it, it it's the the stubbornness of sticking to that you know men are gonna be men and gee whiz I'm just gonna go look at my car sort of bullshit it,
1: yeah it it just because yeah seeing the downstream effects as we have now it's the it's the feeling of of you know, people standing there and roasting marshmallows over a burning house instead of trying to put out the fire. You know, the show is not saying, like, men do shit like this. Here's some ways that men could be better, and we'll all have a few laughs. It's men are like this. Let's have a few laughs.
0: Yeah. Yes. Exactly. Uh, Exactly. And, you know, it does, I think, just by necessity of having to have different storylines, it does. That's why we get some that go in a, a better direction, and we get some that go stubbornly in the opposite direction. Yeah. Um but that that's I think what we've been trying to illustrate this whole time is just this is this is the mentality of we aren't changing and this is we can just all have laughs at the type of people we're always going to be mm-hmm. and that at least for me, I don't want to speak for you, I want to push back against like no, that shit is something that's important that needs to change. And I I think has changed a little bit since the show aired. Uh,
1: Yeah, no, I mean, no, I'll, I'll go in with you on the notion of men need to be better and do better and, uh, indulging primitive, like getting back to primitive man is maybe not a great idea and we should actually get further and further away from the, Primitive, uh, man. That's you know. If you want to sit naked around a campfire, dudes,
0: fellas, bros, wait, go for hey, it. I, I wait, I'm all, I'm all for that. You know what? We can all split wood together naked. We can hey, just you know watch. Easy. Chris Evans pull that piece of wood part bare hands. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just you know. Is there? Let me hold on. I'm gonna look up some porn for a second. See if there's yeah. any update I'm, on that I'm, I'm gonna look
1: up some porn for a second up there with doing some door work that's how that's the energy we bring to, to the second go around I mean look I've, I, I don't know that I would necessarily be into sitting around a campfire naked mainly because every time I've been camping and Landon you've been along on a bunch of those trips it is just cold when the campfire is going like I need all the warmth I can get and also I don't want to be nude in front of my friends I'm sorry I love my friends enough to not do that to
0: them um Oh, turn the safe safe search off. Okay, let's see what happens here. Oh, okay, that's. Why are you surprised? Oh, Why are you surprised? Like you know, uh... you're looking at porn. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't expect an actual leak from Chris Evans' phone to be out there. Oh, wow. Um, Good for that. Okay. Is, I'm gonna just close that. Okay, that what went in another direction that I. Could have totally predicted.
1: Again, yeah, Landon. It's like, why are you? You're you're like what depraved stuff on the internet? I it, here in
0: 2023, this is the first I've heard of that. That I well, you know, I thought there might have been some comedy to mine, and nope, y- you uh, know, the jokes
1: on me. The most important thing that I learned in college uh, did not occur in the classroom. It occurred on the night that a bunch of friends and I were drunk and one of my friends had like a porno movie like on DVD that he had gotten as like a novelty gift or something. It, like, ooh, it's like a Batman, 60s Batman themed porn and Ron Jeremy's in it. And like we put it on. We're like, oh, let's watch this. Ah, porn. Yeah, we're sexually liberated 19 year olds. We put it on. We're all having a laugh at the corny acting and everything. And the, the minute the minute batman starts going down on robin it's just like oh this isn't funny this is disturbing like just watching watching sex acts <laughs> why is that dis- why i mean that that why why is that disturbing it's not disturbing like i don't mean it's like disturbing two men having sex with each other i mean it's just being in a room full of friends and you've been having like a fun night and then it's like suddenly you're watching sex acts together on tv and everyone is just thinking about like oh this is like not a thing I've really done with other people around, let alone people I have to look in the eye late. And it just, it goes, it's like a, it is a fun idea when drunk. And then, mm. and then as soon as you start, it sobers you right the hell up. So I don't know. I mean, just maybe like, maybe talking to your friend on the phone and recording yourself while looking at porn. I mean, I don't know. I mean, maybe that's not a thing we'll do in season two. Uh,
0: well, well, I did two experiments in this episode and I don't feel good about either of them. Well, not yeah, for ma- what they were depicted. Well, yes, no, for the first time what it was depicted. I just I don't feel good edit this whole Can we just maybe we don't publish this episode? <laughs> I, I I mean I don't know like we've already we've already put all
1: this time in I mean it's the same way we put so much time into doing yeah, all the other episodes it would be ridiculous
0: we, to just walk away at this point like, But it, we, it's, we only put time into one episode of two hundred and three episodes
1: I d- I don't know man I just like I know I know I was being kind of a grump about it earlier but like now the more like I'm I think I'm getting a lot out of this reappraisal honestly like I'm kind of. <laughs> Like do you want to do episode 2 after this? Like like we can like is I don't I, I can cancel I can cancel my dinner plans but like we can just like throw it
0: on. What I, you I mean don't today? know. No, no, f- no fucking way. I, I in know. fact, I, let's go back to that bi-weekly schedule you had. I, okay, I
1: mean maybe we'll do that but I'm I'm going to watch episode 2 I think after we're done. Just like I'll watch it a couple times to really kind of drink in what I can. Um so anyway, tim goes outside and he's talking to wilson and we're um, still on wilson no no this is the third this is the third wilson scene (laughs) all right fine this is this is like that episode where they're trying to get to the wedding and wilson is the gas station that you keep walking into i'm in hell say the line there you go there you go uh goes out to wilson and says hey wilson jill's mad at me for some reason maybe it's because i did exactly the thing that you told me to do and now i'm gonna come to you for more advice but uh wilson explains that yeah like you were trying to solve jill's problem jill just wanted you to listen to her and uh be empathetic which i'm pretty sure now that like i'm glad they did this in the first episode because i feel like that's like Probably 85% of, of arguments between men and women are usually some version of that, men just being in problem-solving mode. So I guess good that you get it out of the way in the first episode. Yeah. Um. So yeah, so he tells Tim that, and you know what? I'm just gonna power on to the to the end where Tim then apologizes to Jill on tool time, and then I guess we cut to mid-apology them at home watching it, and Tim is like, I guess made Jill Hey Jill I know you're mad at me and you have a million things to do. Sit in here and watch my show. Sit and watch my show right now. <laughs> I know I could just say the thing. I I could just apologize to your face and say all this, but no, I'm going to make you
0: watch 30 minutes of my show. To get my and then Jerry they start making out before the show's over. Oh, so uh, is there something there with that maybe a little uh, bit?
1: I think I think there is something there with that. I like, have a little something going in the background. Some some tool time and chill. He can only really get going if if he, his TV persona is watching him. Ooh, dark. Yeah. You know, dark. It's tool time. It's, it's home improvement. <laughs> it's grunt work. Um, yeah. And then, uh, well, and then, so I get, I don't know, like, have you got anything on that or should I just take us to our stinger?
0: Um, I, yeah, I will say I'm struck by how much house work they have Jill doing in this episode. Not a yep. fan of it. Yep. Yep was she's back... like she's sewing in that final scene. Um, oh, she's sewing. We've seen her. She, yeah, she seems to be. I maybe at this point in time, maybe the proper term is mending. She was mm-hmm. she was recobbling some shoes. Yeah, she's uh, she's sitting know. there cranking a cotton gin, just trying to get whatever she can <laughs> out of it. Uh, yeah, uh so but she's ironing at another point and she brings the broom out at another point It's just not <laughs> she's milking a cow, churning butter. Uh she does make a point of it. Um okay. Let's go to the singer. I don't really have anything else to talk about with that. Uh
1: so the We're the singer yeah, she's, well, but let's, like, let's really, like, slow jam this stinger, though, because I... I feel like there's a lot at work here. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, all right. So she and, uh, you know, we, we, we come around to this after they've kissed, and then she kind of takes Tim by the hand and pulls him up and is saying, well, why don't we, uh, you know, it's been a long time since we've spent any time together in the back seat of the car, you know, why don't we go out there and, you know, it's a sexual proposition, the likes of which you would see in porn, except no actually you would probably just cut to the chase and porn but they uh she's so she's leading him out back he takes off his shirt uh she leads him into the garage and then he tosses his pants out as well and then Jill comes running out of the garage locks him into it and then uh he's stuck in the garage naked and then we cut to a repair guy is there installing a new dishwasher and tim is naked shielded only by his tool belt banging at the back windows well, Wilson watches over the over the fence. Um,
0: uh, Wilson being there was a fantastic touch.
1: I, I I love it. I mean, again, this is this is Wilson, the puppet master. He's set up all his dominoes. I'm I, I'm mixing already my games, but like he's watching he's watching his dominoes fall down. He's watching Punch and Judy hit each other the way he he orchestrated. Like this, you can't see his 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 mouth, but he is smiling wide. He's like, "This is great. <laughs> this is what I've accomplished this week." <laughs> I want to watch Wilson's sitcom. Honest, Honestly, yeah. And I want it to never show his full face. We'd find a way to make it work. I, okay. I, uh,
0: weird. Sorry weird? for that mouth noise I just did. The, um, wait, are you saying the mouth noise was weird? Well, that too. But uh, I, I don't think when we started this show, we knew we were doing home improvement and we knew the baggage that kind of, well, maybe not all the baggage, but we knew uh, the tropes yes. that were going to come with it. What do you think in 1991 audiences th- felt or thought about? Well, we didn't see the neighbors face at all. That's weird. <laughs> like I, they they make no. It's so underplayed that like it's there's no big like joke shot of well. <laughs> They're you're you think you're gonna see his face and then you know which they do in later seasons. Mm-hmm. It's just but like you don't see the neighbor's face in this <laughs> It almost feels like a mistake.
1: I mean yeah, I guess because the show had to go out of its way to explain like this is a guy who has a TV show and when you watch the TV show, it's him watching the TV show but they yeah there was no kind of of circling it and pointing arrows at it of like you never see the neighbor's face. That's just a thing we're doing it's kind of weird kind of ballsy i know i know i like it i you know i said it the first time and i think i'll say it the second time too wilson is one of the best gags on the show it really works and i'm i'm kind of sad more shows haven't done that like i I can't really think of any other show with the with the cojones to just have a character who you only ever see half of his face and not because he's wearing a mask but because he's just always standing behind something that's (laughs) It's a
0: pretty nuts idea, and I'm so glad yeah. that it that it went through. Odd commitment, uh, and and I don't know. Maybe it's just because it's the pilot episode, and you know, there's always some time between you know some differences. You know, they just kind of get a set together quickly, and then they once they get picked up, they go on to doing other things. You mm-hmm. know, they they kind of fill out the set a little bit. Sure. Um, so I don't know if if it was just that that this is the pilot episode, but um. I don't know if you notice on well it's like it's it's triple depth of field because there's there's we're in the living room looking out the window at Tim naked mm-hmm. and behind Tim is the fence and behind the fence is Wilson and behind Wilson is a character actor corner. Oh shit.
1: Oh man. <laughs> I get to be surprised by character actor corners all over
0: again. Okay. Okay. Who is it? <laughs> first one, first one. The uh the guy who's come to install the uh w- what was it the lady Ladies, oh, the, lady, lady, soft lady touch. Hand, yeah, soft touch. Something. I, lady, soft touch toilet or something
1: like that. Uh, uh, well, he, it's it, it's a dishwasher. They wouldn't put the word toilet in the name of a dishwasher. That conjures the the absolute opposite of what you want to put your
0: dishes into. It's, a, it's just it's uh, an early bidet, which was just a box you had to get into <laughs> and t- t- turn on the turn on the switch. Great. That's really with Uh, (laughs) the the high, with the high pressure compressor that Tim installed.
1: You, God, we really are going a little, a little bluer uh, on, on
0: this go around than, than we did before. So we just ended up like any other podcast. Um, the guy, the, who comes over to install that, uh, he is named John Cothran. I'm trying to look for the character name. They play. He plays as on here. I don't see it. Hmm. Um, John Catherine I think what what was the uh oh Phil he plays Phil uh what what was the the number we set to say if it's over this they're prolific um I think it was like I think it's over a hundred right okay then this is a prolific character actor with 119 Damn. credits look
1: at him uh, okay
0: okay I know going back to I'm this is just it's the name of the character don't come knocking on my door uh escape from New York in 1981, uh, Gypsy Number One.
1: Yeah, okay, not okay, okay,
0: cool, uh, good start. Did you ever see the Dana Carvey movie Opportunity Knox? No, they, I... for, there was a, a brief second where they're like Dana Carvey. Maybe he's a movie star. <laughs> <laughs> that Wayne's World succeeded.
1: Maybe, maybe there's more here. I uh, know <laughs> I did not pre, see no, Opportunity no, is,
0: Knox. It, it was pre Wayne's World. Um, oh, really? The uh, oh, he played Louis Crump in Boys in the Hood. Okay. Uh, Councilman Ferris in Ricochet. Uh, I think I I mentioned that one before because you see Denzel's ding dong. Oh, um, okay, okay. More male nudity. Start. This start guy's start. an expert at male nudity. We gotta get him for this uh, for this first episode of Home Improvement. TNG, Uh, he did an episode of, uh, oh, Class of 1999 to The Substitute, uh, mm. Monroeville HS Principal. Okay. Uh, Deep Space Nine, Seinfeld, Get Shorty. Um man, he's just done a ton of shit. Martin Good for mm-hmm. him. Becker. Was he <laughs> Oh, uh Black Sick Mowanin's. I, I, thought, I thought Martin
1: Becker was the name of a character he played until I realized <laughs> you mean the show Martin and the show Becker. But that's also hilarious. I'm going to use that for a name in a in a script or something. Hi, I am Martin Becker. Right. <laughs> I'm looking for Frazier Seinfeld. Does he live here? <laughs> was john
0: cothran on er uh john cothran was on er interesting that you say that how did you come to that assessment uh look through his credits
1: he's (laughs) been on 109 uh he has 109 credits so i feel like 119 yes even but yeah with that extra 10 there's no way he wasn't on er uh you know was on nypd blue Okay, well, there you go. Yeah, I guess I should have asked about that. But, hey, you know what? When the guy's got that many credits, of course he was on NYPD Blue,
0: and, of course, he was also on ER. Was he, he on was ER? Also in the movie Spawn. Oh, okay, good for um, him. Oh, here, here, here we go. Uh, he was in an episode of ER playing Dennis Gantt Sr. <laughs> in 1997. I mean,
1: you know, that's no, uh, I don't know. It's its no Martin Becker, but it's a pretty good name.
0: <laughs> so, John Cothran. And you know what? I don't think we did uh, character actor corner in the last season one episode one. So okay,
1: okay. This hey, is our first again. time doing
0: John Cawthron. Hey, this is fun, isn't it? And we didn't play the ER game. I know that much. So
1: this is this is really great. Yeah. Hey, look at that. Yeah, look at us. See, we're gonna make it. We're gonna we're gonna do it better this time around. That's what I think. I I think it's gonna be rocky. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, well, you know what? And and you know, there was a movie. That won Best called Picture. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. So maybe maybe that'll be good. Maybe this one will win us some awards. I think every episode's going to feel like trying to jog
0: up the Philadelphia steps. I, um, well, hey, you know what? Eventually he does it, and it makes him really happy. Uh, every episode's going to feel like downing a glass of two raw eggs.
1: <laughs> okay, it's tougher for me to put a positive spin on that, but you know what? By God, I'm going to
0: try. Every uh, episode's going to feel like we have a live-in um, uh, robot friend. Yeah. Okay. That's,
1: that's yeah. It's it, Every every episode's gonna feel like we just just punching a piece of meat. You know. Wait. No. Bad. No. <laughs> Sorry. We we really are too horny. We, we do have we do have the meat man to look forward to. Oh, we have the meat man to look forward to. We have Sir Larry coming right up, a couple episodes away. Oh my God. You're right. Yeah. In two episodes. Yeah. I know.
0: We've got Rondall coming up in Sir, three episodes. Sir Larry. I'm uh, him and F- Touchdown Rick. I oh, kinda yeah, okay, shit. listen, I'm starting to see some light here. Yeah, we're gonna, make it. I, we're I gonna did, make it. That's that's the biggest surprise for me. I didn't expect to see light at the end of this tunnel. I mean it's
1: listen, it is a very, very, very tiny pinprick of light. Like it is the tunnel is long, and I'm not I'm not trying to mince words about that or minimize it in any way. This tunnel is unbelievably long. But the the pinprick I, I, of light I, doesn't I, seem
0: to be a train. Are you certain that we didn't get trapped in the tunnel in a in a cave in
1: I mean, uh, well, even if we did, seeing a pinprick of light is still a good thing. It means that you're not completely sealed. There's oxygen coming through that hole. Uh, Oh, boy. Okay. So, uh, I guess the only other thing at this point is...
0: What did you learn from this episode?
1: uh, There's one other thing that we normally do here on our show, Grunt Work. There you go. We usually do that after the moral, but whatever. We do that after the moral? Oh, I didn't... Oh, man. Well, hey, what I'm... What I'm saying is, yeah. What if we, what if we switch it up? Um, yeah, how many grunts
0: do you think there were? Because it, it, oh, there were a lot. Um, yeah, I gotta, I, I gotta pay attention here. Uh, let's see, he did, um, he did two or three sets of them just in tool time alone. Yep. Uh, so I'm gonna go ho oh, oh, ho oh. ho, and then he gets the drill out and goes. Oh, 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 oh. All right, that, no, I, 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 that was sloppy. I'll admit that. I Yeah, knew that was sloppy. That well, was, that was bad. Listen, yeah, I understand. I, I get it. I we're, understand we're, your, your pain.
1: We're rocky and sloppy,
0: so uh, ho ho gets the drill. Ho 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 ho. So that's at least eight, and then we go home. He's teaching. There, there's a ah ha ha ha. There's a uh, a almost a hidden grunt when Jill grunts at him and he grunts back at her real mm-hmm. fast. So that's one. So that's nine. Yep. yep. And then he's teaching Mark to grunt with the uh, with with the muscle stuff. Mm-hmm. Now, ooh, do you count these as grunts when he points at one muscle? And goes, uh, yeah, I think you would. So, yeah, one muscle. Uh, that's ten. Mm-hmm. This muscle. Uh, that's eleven. Um, how many times does he do that though? And then I'm going to say he adds three more there. I'm going to say a total of 13. No, 14. Okay. Okay. Well, uh,
1: you got 50% of the grunts that are in this episode. Wait, 28 wait, wait, grunts. W- what the fuck are there you are talking 28 about? 28 grunts. He. What grunts- the fuck? so much in the very first scene alone the scene with mark there's a bunch of grunts there like the, which you got but then at the end of the episode when he's saying goodbye to everybody on tool time he grunts like four or five times there alone there's this oh is my a god this is a grunt rich episode because <laughs> th- they have to introduce the concept
0: yeah 28 he grunts more in this episode than we saw in the last two seasons Basically, yes. I mean, like, I I
1: listen. Certainly, the grunt count for the like half of season eight that we were able to cover before the disaster, like, we didn't hit twenty-eight in all those episodes combined.
0: Wow! Wow! Really makes you think. I I don't. I don't. I. I'm very. I have a lot of conflicting feelings. I can't articulate. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, this is. I, I don't know why I'm surprised,
1: but I am genuinely surprised. Look, this is why I wanted to do this before we talked about the moral. So when I can ask you what you learned this week, you will have had your mind blown recently. It might put you into kind of a more, you know, reflective state.
0: Uh, Well, it doesn't change what I learned,
1: but... um, Oh, well, okay. Never mind. I guess uh, I was trying a new thing, but forgive me.
0: (laughs) I do. I forgive you, German. You forgive me?
1: Yeah, you know what? I do. I do forgive you, Landon, because you know what? I feel like you've given me... I don't know, you've opened my eyes, you've blown my mind and opened my kind of eyes to a new opportunity and kind of a fresh new start here. So what I learned today is that, yeah, is that sometimes you can take something that seems like a sad song, but you can actually make it better. And um, I think that's, yeah, I don't know. I, I What I learned today is that, uh, I don't know, turning over a new leaf and and revisiting, even if it's a leaf you've been looking at really hard for a long time... It maybe it's cool to start looking at that leaf all over again, and you might find new things about that leaf. I don't know. What about you, Landon? What did you learn this week? Don't trust the cloud. Mm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also, probably a good one. Probably a good one. Also, to to keep in mind. That's all I got. Yeah. Yeah. Well, cool. Um. Well, I don't know. Let's like let's wrap this up because I I actually I really do want to pop on episode two and just get a head start for next week. <laughs> so um. Okay.
0: Yeah. So uh, what? Yeah. What do we got? How do we finish? Um. Well, if you like this episode, <laughs> consider if you're if you're curious what this show's going to turn into,
1: mm-hmm. consider yeah, becoming an official
0: <laughs> official granted sponsor over at Patreon.com/slash/grantworkpod, mm-hmm. where for as little as a dollar, you can access an entire library of a podcast that didn't go away. Mm. Yeah. There's at least 200 episodes there Mm -hmm. of nonsensical bullshit that we do. Even more nonsensical. Um, They're shorter. They're not
1: two hours long. That's very true. That is very (laughs) true. One of us does not spend as much time
0: editing those. Yes. (laughs) Uh, uh, Stop by to say hi to us on Instagram and sometimes Twitter. I don't know.
1: Uh, Maybe the next six years,
0: Twitter will unfuck itself, you know? We got a new uh, email address with our oh. new website. Um, oh, that's so cool. We, 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 info at gruntworkpodcast.com no longer is in order. If you want to reach us, it's just gruntworkpodcast at uh, gmail.com. Cool. So uh, if you want to reach out there, you can do that there too. Um, And you can visit our new website. Hey, how about that? Yeah, that's fun. Another it, new leaf. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's the same URL, which is www.gruntworkpodcast.com. And uh, uh there you'll be able to listen to this episode again. Yeah. <laughs> I, I might honestly, I, even after I edit it, I might go through and like give it another listen. Oh you <sighs> know, y- you're, you're, you're leaning into that makes me really nervous. I'm not gonna lie. I, I, I'm, I can't tell if it's a goof' up or if it's a, if it's a passive aggressive fuck you too. What we have to do here? I'm.
1: I mean, I don't know. I'm just like you can go through this thing with a frown, which I think I. I. I was. I was experiencing that. But you know what? Going at it with a smile, like there's honestly, I don't know. I, I think a whole new world awaits us. And this is not me trying to reference a Disney song. This is just me saying, I think that there's there's more than meets the eye. And I don't think you really truly appreciate Home Improvement until you've watched every episode twice. So I'm. I'm ready. You know what? You know, I'm ready. I, Let's I have... take me by the hand. <laughs>
0: I have heard that there is a moment of euphoria uh, when you plunge to your death from a very, very tall height. So maybe, maybe that's what we're both experiencing. you're experiencing. I, uh, hey, you I, know I don't think I'm at the euphoria moment yet. You're, I'm in you're, the show you euphoria.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're yeah you're getting killed in in slow motion while a pop song plays. But uh, <laughs> you know, I I me I'm just happily plunging to my death with a serene smile on my
0: face. God, <laughs> I'm just I'm I'm buying time so I don't have to say until next week. Mm-hmm, Yep, when we bring you episode two of season. One of yep. no improvement. <laughs> I've <laughs> been Landon Solano.
1: I've been Truman Caps, and remember, sometimes it's nice to start again. I hope.